weekends they get me pumped they get me pumped what about you it's actually it's still the long weekend an extra day of sleeping in sleeping in it's the best it's the greatest thing of all time almost almost the greatest thing of all time staying up is is the best though staying up late is the best thing sleeping in sleeping in is just a symptom of staying up late i'm a guy who likes to stay up late a night owl a night owl in layman terms or is it layperson's terms now the worst thing a night owl can do is have a child because after staying up late, well, you have to wake up early. It's not ideal. Let me turn the music down. Can you even hear me? Oh, I'm so, so pumped. You pumped? You live? Did you have a great weekend? I hope so. I had an all right weekend. I watched Creed 2. Amazing movie. Amazing movie. Those Russians, they're always up to, up to crap, you know? They're always trying to get in Rocky's way. His best friend's children's way. Oh, but they they should they they should learn the lesson again. It's a lesson in futility that movie. When it comes to the Drago family, what a joke. Mario, you like Mario? How do you say his name? I was listening to the Lit Gaming Arena podcast. Google Lit Gaming Arena to check them out. Great show. Anyway, I was listening to them, and they say Mario with an ah sound. You know, like the doctor used to make us do. I say Mario with a mare sound. I also I also say pasta, not pasta. How do you say pasta? Does it correlate? Does it correlate with how you say Mario? Go ahead, figure that one out. I'll wait. Now that I've asked you about a million questions, your juices, they should be flowing by now. You should be ready for another big edition of the GOGP show. After all, it's me, it's me, the GOGP, your host of this very humble program. You, listening right now, is what makes this show survive. Hours go into this mess. Yes, I said hours. I've been noticing some odd relativity about 
about the show. When it comes to the show, I'm a sports guy, so I keep stats. I use analysis. And here's what I found. You want to know what I found? Here's what I found. The more work I put into this podcast, the less listeners I get. That's right. Work goes up. Listeners go down. Work goes down. Listeners go up. It's weird how that works. I don't get it either. My out, my early shows, they outperform the recently highly produced ones. I used to just turn the mic on and talk. And then I'd talk. Then I'd talk some more. And then I'd play music and talk over the music. Kind of like what I'm doing now. So the formula hasn't changed much. But now I'm writing bits. I'm doing dedicated segments. So... So you can understand why I'm confused. The NES saw the NES Sega Showdown segment. It took me about four hours to create. I had to play the games. I had to write the reviews. I had to make a damn theme song, and then I had to sit down and actually execute it and record it. And it's one of my lowest-rated segments of all time on the show. So I'm announcing to you right now, friends of the GOGP show, the big announcement. Let's hear the drum roll. Bum, 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 bum. That's a little timpani. Not really a drum roll, some timpani. Who's in charge of the music around here? Yes, I'm making an announcement. I'm putting in less work into the show. So now the audience can rejoice. That's right. And if I know one one thing that grabs ratings, that's a certain, certain guest. So I called his agent. I put down a big deposit. And I'm being told, I think I can confirm. Can I confirm? Is it confirmed? Yes, it's confirmed. Brian is booked for the show. He will be here later in the show. This very show that you're listening to right now. I'm putting in less work, so I need Brian to do some of the heavy lifting. That'll be a little bit later coming up in the program. The guys over at Precisely Podcast, they brought up your good pal, the GOGP. In fact, let's hear what they have to what they had to say. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. I don't really know, but he seems like he would. Uh, He's a great guy. He would buy you breakfast if you stayed the night. I think so. I think he would actually make you breakfast. He would make you breakfast. Well, yeah. that's even better. Yeah, absolutely. That's Bo and Tony over at Precisely. Thanks for the kind words, guys. And you know what? I don't have people staying over my house very very often, but you're absolutely right. I would make you breakfast. I would crack 12 eggs, I'd whip up a beautiful frittata with some chorizo sausage, then we'd have some hash browns, and hell, I'd even, I'd even cook up some waffles with some nice maple syrup on top. But I better get this show moving. I would hate it, I would hate to go too long in the monologue and then, and then poor Brian has to get bumped. You know, he needs to be on the show, we need to hear from Brian, he needs to contribute, and it would be such a shame if he got bumped. But right now, it's time for Gamer News. A Gamer News Update. Something happened last week. Nintendo released their latest Nintendo Direct. If you don't know what that is, it's a video that Nintendo puts out that gives gamers a heads up as to what they're going to be spending their hard-earned money on in the next six months or so. It's been about five months since the last one. Chances are you didn't watch the entire video this time around. I did, so why don't I recap it quickly? If you don't have a Switch and you're saying, who gives a crap? Well, go buy one. They're great. Every time I say that, Nintendo gives me a quarter. Cha-ching! The video opens up with the announcement of Mario Maker 2. It's coming out in June. 
It'll have brand new features and new elements to the game that the first one didn't have. You know those blocks? I think it's Super Mario World where the blocks, they keep moving and you have to kind of follow the blocks. They disappear from behind and go in the front and they just like a snail or a, a snake, they, they go on a, a trail. Yeah, they have that sort of stuff in the game. So that'll be pretty cool. I don't even know if the first one had that. I didn't play that game very much. But, yep. Yep, a while ago on the show I brought it up that there wasn't a Mario Maker on the Switch and once again Nintendo listened, so that's a must-buy. Marvel Alliance is coming to the Switch. That'll be cool if you like Iron Man, or Thor, or maybe you're a Hulk person. A puzzle adventure game called Box Boy is coming as well. It kind of looks like an iPhone game. There's a mystery update coming to, the, to Smash Brothers soon. What could it be? I don't know. Also, new amiibos concerning Smash Brothers. Two-player co-op is now on Toad Tracker, or Toad Treasure, Treasure Tracker, and some DLC showed up as well. A game called Bloodstained is coming out. It looks a lot like Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Dragon Quest Builders 2, that'll be coming out during the summer. The funny thing is about the video is, in between the video montages of, of like games playing, this guy named Mr. Yokozuna, he'll appear on camera. I guess he's like the spokesperson of Nintendo. He speaks Japanese, but he's translated like one of those old Godzilla movies. It's pretty cool. He has a great move before the camera transitions off of him to another video montage. He snaps his fingers and it makes a cool sound. It sort of sounds like the Switch sound, but it might be a tad different. It, uh, it's just him snapping his fingers with like a lot of echo. I got a clip for you. Let's hear it. For now, let's continue with more Nintendo Switch headlines. See, he's just snapping his fingers there. I can do that. Who's better, him or me? This is me. Here's him. For now, let's continue with more Nintendo Switch headlines. I think mine's better. My snap sounds like an empty drop, like a drop of water in an empty dank basement. <laughs> Still sounds pretty cool. I guess his is better. Fine, Mr. Yokozuna, you win this one. You win this one. Where was I? Oh yes, Dragon Quest 2, that'll be out later this year. That should get RPG heads pretty excited. Yoshi's Crafted World demo is now available. I played it. It's different from the Super NES one. We still get to shoot eggs, but they're much more easier to, to aim now. You can like pretty much move the cursor right wherever you want. In the old ones, you kind of had to just stop it. It just went around and you'd stop it. It seems like a fun game for five-year-olds. It looks incredible though. The graphics are, are sweet. Tetris 99. The game that is stealing our hearts is out, so go play it if you haven't, it's free. I don't care if you suck at Tetris, because I do, and the game is more addicting than sugar. Dead by Daylight, that's coming out just in time for Halloween. Some retro looking game is coming out called Delta Rune. I think it's free too. Finally, a Viking game on the Switch. Look for Hellblade. That's out soon. I'm sure we all know by now that Mortal Kombat 11 is going to be on the Switch, and now it's more than official. Unravel 2, that'll be out sometime. The first one was good, so I'll be playing that. Assassin's Creed 3 is being remastered for the Switch. And nobody will care when that gets released. Final Fantasy 7, that's out next month. 9 is already out, so go download that. Astral Chain was shown. It's a new game, it looks like a hyperactive action game. Kind of like those, those newer Ninja Gaiden ones. And finally, Link's Awakening is getting woken up for a run on the Nintendo Switch. Who knows yet when that one's coming out. 
Maybe Mr. Yokozuna can give us a hint because we happen to have him on the line. Go right ahead, sir. 2019, Crap. Did you not bring a translator? Oh, this is not going well. This is not going well. Sir, I just wanted to ask you about, about Link's adventure. Hey, you don't transition me, I transition you, okay? Now you're just being rude. Oh, I can snap at you too. Stop it! Alright, alright. I think he got the last word in there. In other news, 15,000 high school students are on strike from school in Europe. Wait, that's possible? I would have loved to do that. I guess a teenage girl organized the whole thing to protest global warming and how their government doesn't seem to give a crap about it. This is further proof that teenage girls, they rule the world. They could convince teenage boys to do anything. In high school, I would have done anything a girl told me to do, because us guys, we're idiots in high school. Well, I'll tell you a little story, an anecdote if you will. In high school, on some warm June day during grade 12, about 10 friends and I, we built a civilization type board game from scratch. It was a huge map, it took up most of the kitchen floor of my friend's house. It took about two days to make this game and come up with the rules, but it was basically civilization. We had played for about seven hours straight on the very first day of having this game and it went into the night, maybe around 10pm. All of us, all of us we were into it. I was definitely in it to win it. Then there was a knock on the door. The guy told me it was for me. It was my pseudo high school love. I reassured the guys that I'll, I'll send her away and, and the game will go on. I made my way to the door thinking of an excuse along the way. When I got there, there she was with one of her friends. I'll say, I'll say that I was way out of my league hanging, hanging with these girls. I was an overachiever for, for sure, but she said, we're going skinny dipping at the lake. That's all I needed to hear. I walked past everyone playing the game who were now staring at me. I walked past them, grabbed my stuff, walked past them on the way by, said goodbye, and I was out of there. We never played that game again. I miss those days. And that's it for the news. The Ghost of Gamer Past presents To Better Know a Video Game Villain. Ken O is from the very first Shinobi game. He was the first boss. He began his life as a bastard son to an unknown mother who dropped him off at a monastery high up in the mountains. Ken was a large baby, so large that it was believed that his delivery from the womb had permanently scarred his mother, which caused the resentment that led to his abandonment. Ken O would mature from a big playful child to a gigantic recluse monk. He trained in and mastered the craft of meditation during his teen years when he was stuck in the Akashi Mountains. When Ken turned 19, he and his best friend went on the mystical journey that all the adult monks in the monastery have to go through. For five days, they camped on a ridge overlooking the legendary Lake of Lanterns. The elders say that the lanterns of the lake will create images. What kind of images? 
the images that will determine the future of life of the young man who sees them. Ken's best friend claimed that when he camped alone during his night of visions, he saw nothing. Together that day, they discussed that possibly the entire endeavor was a sham. But later that night, it was Ken's turn to camp alone and watch the lake. It was unusually cold that evening, and Ken laid down with a blanket, waiting for complete darkness. It was there he had fallen asleep. Upon awaking, he noticed that he had snow covering his body. He looked over the ridge, down at the lake, and saw fire. Many, many balls of fire. He ran to his friend, but it was too late. A rare blizzard had frozen him in his sleep. So Ken returned to the monastery carrying his best friend's body. The monks questioned his leadership and Ken entered a fit of rage where he shot fire from his hands. The monks quickly exiled him and after 10 years of angered fuel drifting, Ken O joined and rose up the ranks of the terrorist organization known as Zed. He eventually succumbed to a shuriken to the face delivered by Joe Musashi. Ken O, we hardly knew thee. Thanks to Tyler, VG Vault. He has a YouTube channel. Find him, VG underscore Vault. Go check out his videos. Give him a subscribe or a subscription, whatever it's called. I don't even know. I'm not caught up on that YouTube jargon. But he has, a, he has a good announcer's voice, and he lent his voice for a little bit that I wrote, and he recorded it, so thank you. Thank you, I appreciate it. I appreciate the help. But he has a good announcer's voice, much better than I do. I don't have that timber. You know, let me, let me try it out. Let me try it out here. In a world where I had a better announcer's voice, I wouldn't have been ridiculed when I worked at a radio station. Yeah, that's me. That's me. That's me doing my announcer's voice now. Imagine how bad it was like 15 years ago. The people who ran the station that I worked at, they had me cut a commercial. And it sounded, it sounded a little like this. Come on down to Pioneer Chrysler. All selected cars are marked down. Remember at Pioneer Chrysler, you the customer are always king. Having sucked at doing reads, my job was to, it was to then transfer religious shows off of cassettes into the station's hard drives. I had to listen to the damn shows in real time as they transferred over. We're talking a million years ago. They didn't have digital technology. Man, I did that for six months before I couldn't take it anymore. And I quit. And that ended my entire radio career. Now I have a podcast career, which doesn't... Well, whatever. How do I transition out of this one? That's right. I was playing Tetris 99. If you haven't played it, well, it's, it's a Battle Royale Tetris game where you play against 98 other people. I made it to the 15th place. That was my highest ranking. Then my girlfriend picks it up and she finishes 7th. It's like a big FU right to my face. I could beat her in any other game on the planet. But no, she picks up Tennis 99. Tennis, what did I say, Tennis? Tetris 99 and just mops the floor with me. I suck at Tetris, but I, I was getting better the more I played it. 
you know, just like it, the same thing happened in Sonic. I was, I was awful in Sonic my entire life, and then I just I gave it some real effort. I learned some tips, and I'm well into my journey in the GOGP and Sonic world. It's a series that I have ongoing in my Instagram. It can be found in the captions. Yeah, I like to tell stories in my captions, even though I know nobody's reading captions on Instagram. They're there to look at the pictures, but whatever. It's amazing what you'll find in people's captions. But that reminds me, I really want Sonic 3 on the Genesis. I want it complete. I want the case. I want the book. So you know what? I'm going to give Retro Randy. He's my dealer. I'm going to give him a call. I think he's at work right now, so... So let's see if he answers. Remember, he works at Game City. Go back and listen to that episode if you're a new listener. And Retro Randy is something you've never heard of. So let's see. Let's see. Picking up my phone, and I'm putting in the numbers. All right. Hopefully he answers. Hello, Game City. How can I screw, er, I mean, help you? Can I talk to Retro Randy? Speaking, wait a second, I know who this is. It's a guy from the podcasts. What is it called, er, the G-Unit show? Yeah, hi. I remember now. You're the ghost of gaming past. You know what, that's close enough. Say, didn't I pay you a bunch of money for an ad to air on your show? I was told 1,200 people is not 12. That advertisement didn't bring in a stinking customer. Yeah? Didn't I pay you a bunch of money for a Sega CD game that I played for less than five minutes? Not my fault you bought a crappy game. Not my fault you made a lousy ad. Didn't you threaten to slap customers in the face? That's only if they try to trade in sports games, dummy. Anyway, what do you want? All right. I'm looking for a couple of games. I'm really dying to play them. I could just emulate them, but I want to play them on the actual consoles with the actual controller, you know? Well, my brother-in-law raises emus if you're interested in that sort of thing. What? No. What did I say? I think I said emulate. Emus? Um, anyway, maybe we can work out a deal. You know the store's policy? No deals. Right now, my yacht only has a badminton court. The guy from EB Games just had a tennis court put on his yacht. The guy from EB Games? Yeah, Enos Brown. Everyone calls him EB. I would introduce you, but you only have 12 listeners. Yeah, it's up to 14 now, and I don't care about your yacht. We live in the prairies with only small lakes around. Where is your yacht? In the ocean, stupid. <laughs> well, that's pretty far away. It's just a short helicopter ride. <laughs> Damn it, you have a helicopter? I should open a gaming store. Don't even think about it. I just opened a sixth store you'll never be able to complete. compete. Well, how the hell can you uh, keep those stores stocked? Easy. You know those Little League baseball kids and the ringette girls who do bottle drives to fundraise their leagues? Yeah. I get them to go house to house and ask for old video games. Then... They bring their full bags of games, filled with games, to my basement, and I trade them all for ten bucks. That's disgusting. Ten bucks, what, per game? No. Total. Kids are dumb. Ten bucks is a lot to them. You shouldn't be getting away with this. I'm very powerful. I have a yacht, you know. Okay, enough of this nonsense. I want Sonic 3 case and booklet. Oh boy, that's one of the rarest games in the world. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Pretty sure it's not. <laughs>
Let me look it up. Let's see. Sonic 3 on Super Nintendo. Yep. It's so rare I don't even have any copies. Did you say it's so rare you don't have any copies? Yep. It's so rare I don't have any copies. Well, try the Genesis. I tried being a feminist. I don't like peeing sitting down, though. I said Genesis. Sega Genesis. Okay. That one I do have. But you can't afford it complete. What? I'll sell the cart for $400. I only have seven of them. $400? Are you insane? I'm sick and tired of Enos Brown, the EB Games guy, laughing at my yacht. It's Bamberton Court. So, yes, $400. I'm not paying that. How much is it complete? I can't tell you over the phone. You'll need to come to one of our showings at the gallery. Normally, you'd have to submit tax records and your investment portfolio to let be let in. But I'll make an exception for you, as long as you wear a tie. I'm getting a little woozy. Like I said, it's very, very rare. Alright, listen. I don't own a tie. But, for the record, I love beat-em-ups, and I'm missing some essentials in my collection. So how about you tell me how much for River City Ransom? For just the cartridge, $10,000. What? Really? And it's only that cheap because half the label is missing. <sighs> what about Final or Mighty Final Fight? Now who's insane? What? Not me. Are you just trying to insult me? No. Do you think I would sell you that game even if you did have that $36 million? What? Sell it to... Peasant like you? Oh, come on. Good day, sir. Wait. Wait. Can you hold on to Sonic 3 for me at least? Ah, oh, he's gone. What an ass. And what's wrong with a badminton court? Hitting a tennis ball is way harder than a shuttlecock. Did he just say penis brown? Ghost of Gamer Pad, the GOGP show, baby. Alright, give it up for Brian. Brian playing the role as Retro Randy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oscar. Much. Oscar performance. I couldn't have asked for any better. Is amazing. You oh, only screwed up shucks. two lines. Three. Seven. Well, since you're here, you want to hang around for a bit? Twelve. You want to hang around? Yeah. I've been meaning to ask you about your your morning poop ritual. Why don't you tell me and the other two listeners? Like, what do you do? You wake up extra early? Well, when you were working, at least, you woke up extra early so you could take super long poops. Give well, us two minutes on that. Not super long poops. Like, an hour. An hour, is that too long? Well, let me get this straight. You woke up an hour? Well, two hours, because I had to drive to work. So let's say you worked at, what, eight. Okay. So that means you have to leave Six. at seven. Seven thirty, you have to leave the house to get to work at eight. Wow. And what time do you wake up? Six. 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 So, so it's an hour and a half. I start pooping. So you start pooping. As you wake up, what do you do? You get out of bed. Take and you just sit right on the bowl. Well, who's really pooping when they're pooping? Like, I, I need to check my... Man, my poop schedule. I don't even... I don't... I time it for, like, record. I, like, go in there. I drop my pants. And I just do my business. Wipe. I wipe thoroughly. I use, like, the whole roll. 
Sometimes it's painful. I wish I had wet wipes, but I can't flush the wet wipes that I have. It's all those baby ones. You can't flush those. So then I got to do what I got to do, and I get out of there. I wash my hands. Boom. A minute and a half. Yeah, right. <laughs> a minute and a half. <laughs> I'm not wasting time. Believe me. I could be doing a lot of useful things other than taking a do. And you don't play on your phone. You, Sometimes. You never play on your phone. It depends if I if I had some Taco like that's, Bell. That's when I do all my phone playing. <laughs> not a morning poop. I'm not pooping the whole time. Oh, so you're just playing around. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I want to go back to the schedule. So, you leave at 7.30, so you wake up at 6, so you're pooping for an hour. What's the other half an hour going to? Brushing my teeth. Well, can't you just brush your teeth while you're taking a poopy? No, that's gross. Cross-contamination. <laughs> that's you can't. Hold on. You can't I have to burp. <laughs> Excuse me. Go ahead. It's not funny. I have a problem. I have an issue. I have a burping issue. I've got cross-contamination in my mouth. Yeah, but your toothbrush is like two feet away sitting in the holder, isn't it? It doesn't matter. I it's think it, it might matter brain, a bit. In my brain. Doesn't oh, matter. okay. So it's a psychological deal. Yeah, doesn't matter. But like, I heard you get hemorrhoids from sitting on the toilet for long periods of time. Move. That's why I intend not to Move do it. Move your legs. You never had a, a hemorrhoid? Lift one leg. Oh, so there's uh, a whole system here. the other leg. Now you're good for another 15 minutes. But you've never had a hemorrhoid? No, I don't think so. See, I feel I might be getting a hemorrhoid. I don't even know what a hemorrhoid is. It's, it's like, like a little lump of mass on the edge your of your butthole butt. in the inside or no, on the, the edge. Cheek? It's like the edge of like the sphincter. The edge of the hole. On the outside, on the so edge. So how do you know? It just, I don't know. From what I hear, it's like painful. Like my mom gets them. Like, I shouldn't even be mentioning that. I'm just wondering like. Do you feel it with your finger? I would assume so. I'm not a big hemorrhoid guy. <laughs> I'm not. I haven't had a lot of hemorrhoids. <laughs> and I I would assume that you've had many of hemorrhoid because you sit on but you like you just debunk that entire theory that sitting no. on the on the bowl. You get hemorrhoids from sitting on cold cement. The what? That's, that's what you get it from. <laughs> Who said that? That's what I heard on Facebook. I've never heard that sitting on, on Facebook. Yeah, it's true. I think my brother made All that my up. Facts. Well, probably. You I read my brother's still Facebook. Liked it though. I click like. Oh, that counts. That makes a fact. <laughs> so you've never had one hemorrhoid? I don't think so. Oh, well, you would. You, I think you would know because you you see those commercials, those Preparation H commercials. <clears throat> you don't get hemorrhoids from sitting on the toilet. You just get falling asleep legs. Oh, yeah, I've had that happen once. One time I was sitting on the bowl and I was glued into glued to my phone and yeah my my leg went numb. It did happen once. Oh my god! I know. Holy cow! But I think that was like five minutes in. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that sits on the crap. No, I try to get in and out, in and out. I can't be the only one. In and out. The smell is unbearable. I mean, I don't mean that. It's it's great. It smells great. <laughs> well, what's your wiping ritual? Ritual. You like stand up, you like wrap around the hand or just grab a little square. I can tell you don't really want to be talking about this. So, like I do live in Canada. Yes, as we all do. I would assume, wow, I would assume that everyone would just, a little bit, a gap there, see? You're bending over, putting your hand on your asshole. Oh, I gotta figure it out for myself as I'm telling you, so a little bit of gap. Interesting, you use your left hand. Well, the other one's got a mic. Oh, okay, I see. Do you want to use that again? I want to see the I demo. <laughs> I want you to stand up and do just a wait, demo. Just wait. Okay. okay, I'll use the mic okay. hand now. Brian's putting You're down ready? the mic. Putting down the mic. I'm going to turn down your mic. Okay, your mic's, your mic's off. 
I'm not. I use He's my, not getting up. The toilet paper's on the left. I use my left. I was hand. expecting a demo. A freak. I'm using my left hand. Do you have a problem with me using my left hand? It's okay. It's just weird. I'm using my left hand. If I lost my right hand, I wouldn't be able to wipe my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. I've tried with my left, and it's impossible. <laughs> okay, one last question before you get out of here. I know you have a busy schedule. You just dropped by to do the, 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 big, the big bit. You played your big role, Retro Randy. Everybody loves Retro Randy. Everybody loves you. I just want to say, has your ever has your finger ever poked through the toilet paper and no. you like you like grazed That's the bum? You raised the bum hole. Toilet paper's cheap. Use three oh, ply. Okay. That's good advice. Good advice <laughs> for you listening. What did we learn? We learned a lot about you. <laughs> we learned you're on the bowl for an hour every day, <laughs> and you never take the switch into the bathroom. No, no, not once. Decrease the value of it. But you've taken your we you. Be. One time, oh, okay. okay. Just one. That's that's acceptable. One, one time. time is okay. And it wasn't that smelly, so. All right. Thanks for doing the uh, the bit. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show, and you'll probably never come again. Boo boo, kachoo! Well, there goes Brian. He's getting up. He's walking towards the door. He's opening it, and he just closed it. He's gone. Come back again real soon. Now, give him the give him the, the yeah the package to take up the guest package on the way out. Yeah, there's a T-shirt and some stickers. And some uh, caviar. Give them that too. All right. We don't really have guests on the program very often. We like to take care of them when they're here. But, but we're running out of time. So let's get to some turbo tips. it's turbo tips in river city ransom near the beginning of the game there are two books available to buy that will help you out a lot but be warned they are not cheap the books they're called stone hands and dragon feet reading them will allow your punches and kicks to become rapid fire in tetris 99 be sure to use the l button on the controller to save or hold onto whatever piece or tetromino as i call them that happens to be falling down. The long skinny one is very useful when it's held. Build a nice stack, but leave open a vertical row along the edge, then call that skinny piece into action and score a Tetris, or a four banger as I like to call them. And then you can deal a serious blow to your opponents. A Tetris is when you clear four lines at once. It's the name of the game. And that's the show. Hope you liked it. Tell a friend, especially if you did like it. And next episode, I'll be giving away a pin set made by Glitch Corp. So stay tuned for that. I'll be talking about it on my Instagram. Shalom. In the ocean, stupid.